0: Just Being Honest, the JBH podcast. Let's rock this. True food, full thought. Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast. The JBH podcast is here to inspire people to dramatically enhance their health, Their well-being and lifestyle by providing an honest perspective and knowledge on eating real food whether that is in physical form the healthiest version of a whole food substance or mental what are you saying to yourself what are you listening from other people huh the less toxins you put in your body the less toxins that are out in the universe the environment and the less toxins that you are spreading onto humanity. It's about creating a life of sourcing transparency, mental freedom, and physical harmony. Guys, this is the Just Being Honest podcast. This is true food for thought. We are getting deep. So just like you, I have been spending a lot of time at home by myself, at a distance from my friends, my family, all because we're trying to help heal each other, right? So I've been really um, looking in the mirror a lot and I've been really taking action on my skincare. So if you didn't see my latest YouTube post about what's in my covers, you might want to check that out. But I want to throw it out there. One of the many that I have in my simple little pantry of goodies there is Amina Adem's skincare line. I love her aromatic, aromatic facial oils. Guys, my skin glows and it's not filled with any harsh, fillers out there it's all natural botanicals Amina herself has been using on her clients this product that she created all on her own for 30 plus years and let me tell you it turns back time I am out right now and I'm waiting for my shipment to get back in I cannot wait I cannot wait so guys on me I'm giving you 10% off your entire purchase at Amina adem's skin care. I'll put all the links in the show notes. The code jbh10 that's jbh10 for 10% off. Let's get glowing let's get beautified. <sighs> take a deep inhalation and a deep exhalation. You will love Amina Adems. Hi guys, this is your host, KB, and this is the Just Being Honest podcast. Welcome to the show. Yes, I am singing the praises now, but let me tell you folks about two hours ago, I was not singing praises. Let me tell you, I think I had like a 20 minute meltdown um yes I have real life going on over here at the uh, my little uh, studio casa Um, but I'm okay right now because I reached out and I made some connections and I'm continuing to make some connections right now so I have a theory Um, so me being a lifestyle designer I came to this place in my life because I have gone up and down and up and down just like you all. I am here to share my stories with you to help you go through what you're going through. I have real life scenarios. I've worked them through and I have the tools in my toolbox to get you through perhaps what you're going through. So, that kind of brings me to my guest today because, oh wow, um, I have gifts. We've all known that I've shared that and I've spewed that out there with my intuitive healing, what have you, my energies, what have you. Things come to me. I'm put in locations, in places at particular times in my life for particular reasons. I've been learning a lot about my numbers, especially my numbers for this year Um, I shared with you all last week about those numbers, Um, so if you didn't hear that, kind of shimmy on back after you listen to this episode and listen to episode 112. Um, So that brings me to my next guest. Let me kind of preempt this and tell you how I met her, okay? So I met her when I got, oh gosh, so I got mold for the second time. And now I believe that mold is still kind of playing games on some of my organs. Um, and I had to move out of the second location in Los Angeles, right? From that point, it was August. I moved out very drastically. I was, for the first time in my life, homeless. I was homeless, I had nowhere to go. I have a dear friend that was the kindest, I owe him literally my life, (laughs) my life, my life, my life. Um, Joe, if you're listening out there, I am just, my heart melts. Um, He let me stay in his guest bedroom for a couple weeks until I made the jump actually with my client um, who I did health and wellness and lifestyle coaching for um, I went on a trip with him to kind of guide him through his health and wellness journey while traveling abroad. So let me continue on to this story. Follow along. I um, basically stored all of the belongings that I had in Joe's garage and was staying in his bedroom. Talk about being so uncomfortable, feeling like a burden in someone else's home, someone else's space. Um, I was meant to be in Joe's life at his home at that exact moment, conducting healings on his dog that was passing away. I was meant to be there for, for a footing and a strong shoulder for him to be vulnerable with during the passing of his dog, whom was his best friend. We all know that a passing of a pet is one of the Can be probably one of the most traumatic things in our life. I know me personally. I grew up with a yellow lab, and she was my best friend. I actually have a picture of her in my house, and, you know, more than my family members. Sorry, guys. But she was my baby, and I have not replaced her since. She was my soul. She was my guiding light. Um, Moving on from that, we all know how hard that can be. So I was put in his... His life for that moment of time moving on I've always wanted to go to Italy right always 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 I named my first business LLC out of the phonetic spelling of an Italian basically sound right doesn't mean that in Italian but I spelled it the way it would sound following along I've always dressed and lived the Italian lifestyle even though I've never been there, right? So I dove a little bit deeper, being the one in my life looking for love, always looking for love, always looking for connection. What is my purpose? Where am I gonna be seen? No one hears me, right? What's going on in my life? Why, why, why God, why am I being thrown under the bus again with this mold, this illness, this lack of strength. My light work was needed further. So that's when I got really attached to Dara Dubonnet, which she will be on the podcast someday soon. And I did my astrocartography chart. Talk about spontaneity for someone that is not... Actually, I let me track back. Who has never been spontaneous in her life the fear within my heart has always held me back from spontaneity i'm a was planner i've always been a planner but then in life when i found out that planning was only setting me back on experiencing life and basically just shooting me in the foot i stopped planning and i just i took a whim so i decided in september I always, guys, wanted to go to Italy for my birthday. I was so low and homeless, and luckily was saving a couple bucks on rent in California that I decided I'll put that money towards a trip to Italy. So I started looking up plane tickets. This is September 2019, and I called my client. And now I would say he's a great friend of mine. I called Dominic, who we're going to get Dominic actually on the podcast to talk about our experience over there. But I called Dominic. I said, (laughs) Domenico. I said, where should I go? If I go anywhere, where should I go? Because he's Italian. He's Italian family over there. And of course, he's this loud Italian cat, KB. Oh my gosh, you've got to blah, 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 go here, here, here. You know, guess what? wait, when are you going? And I'm like, well, I want to go September. You know, my birthday is September 11th. I would love to go during that time since I don't have a home right now. He goes, I was going in September too. Come with me. Come as my health and life coach. And I said, great. He goes, all you have to do, book the ticket. I I was like, I can do that. Absolutely. The first time, guys, in my entire existence, I was like, I'm going to Italy I'm going to, I'm just doing this and I have never been so effing scared and excited at the same time pushing you know confirmation when I booked that plane ticket so little did I know Dominic travels so much for work. So he had some um, elite status, I guess you could say, up his sleeve. And um, doing my duties with him on this trip, I got to tote along in that elite status. Whoa, talk about going to Italy in style. And that is bringing me to my guest. And I'm going to get emotional during this podcast. I know I am because it goes to show you that you, your soul, if you surrender, if you just surrender, that your soul will guide you in the right direction to meet the right people that will help you at the right time in your life. So thank you, Dominic, for that opportunity. And thank you, me, myself, for taking a deep breath, and just doing it so without further ado guys i introduce you carol manzetti who is this is how i met her i met her on my plane trip over to italy she was my flight attendant (laughs) like what so you know me i can literally talk to anyone Um, I was so excited and, you know, literally like a kid like high on candy. Um, I met Carol. She was working, get this, first class, um, in the airlines. Um, and I met her and we just like really hit it off. We had so much in common. She brought me, and I'll say this probably multiple times, you know I'm a teaholic, she brought me, like, warm water whenever I needed it for, you know, like, hot lemon and ginger and just, was like, she got me. So, without further ado, Carol, welcome
1: to the JBH Podcast. Oh my gosh. So you have me almost in tears, of course. And we said we weren't going to be interrupted and someone just dropped the package off, but that's okay. It's okay. We'll have dings. We'll have clicks, whatever. Yeah. um, It's real life. Thank goodness the world is still turning. Um, It will. Yeah. And I have have to say that um, I don't think I ever really exchange information with passengers. Like in the 29 years I've been with the airlines, I don't, that's not like my MO at all. But like there was a total connection and I was just like, at a certain point I could talk to a tree too. I'm a talker and um, I had to like keep reminding myself that I had other people I had to take care of because, you know, we just would start talking and I was like, oh my gosh, me too. Oh my gosh, me too. And, you know, I get made fun of at work a lot. People will call me uh, granola and thinking it's uh that it's a a criticism and i'm like thank you that's like the highest compliment you could give me to call me granola thank you very much um but yeah we just like found all these things that we were we had in common which was so cool and then to get to live your experience in italy sort of through your social media channels vicariously because you know we talked a little bit about my experience i'm not italian but i'm fluent in italian and there's a part of me that i think Probably was Italian in another life yeah. and friends of mine think I'm Italian which is kind of really strange um, but it was really interesting for me to sort of live your experience like feeling like you're coming home in Italy
0: yeah
1: because that was analogous to my first few experiences I was like oh shit I've been here before oh can I say that on your podcast you right. can say whatever um, you want I just knew I had been there before, you know. Like it was really strange. So it, yeah. And I have to say, like back in the day, I never flirted with guys as as a flight attendant. So this was like I I never really connected with another passenger. And I have to say, I only really worked up in first class, um, and most people really don't know what they're doing. So um, it was a total treat have both of you I didn't get to talk to Dominic that much because that's because he slept the whole time well because he's probably been there done that but it was so so cute to even see you like in this very like honest um kind of like experiencing it for the first time like not wanting to sleep through it like because it is fun and I still to this day when I travel in business in first class Like, part of me is still like that. I want to watch every movie. I want to have, like, a glass of Prosecco. I want to, you know, I'll sleep. But it's exciting. It's fun. And, you know, so, yeah. What else did we connect on? Where didn't we connect? I could have talked the whole 10 hours.
0: I know. It was so nice because it was like we had, like, a Soul Sister, like, crash course, like, meet and greet. Like, I... Let me tell you, my experience on the way home was not the same because <laughs> I, I like, had the worst headache. Like, my ears would not pop the whole time, and I was not feeling well, and I kept having to go back. I was, like, walking around, and they made this, like, hot water bottle thing for me, and I was so out of it. Like, it was just – it was, like, the end of the journey was, like – it – honestly, like, I I was, like – the whole time when I was coming – back to the States, I was like, wishing I was in the opposite, you know, like, in your area again, you know what I mean? Like with you, I just felt the energy because I'm very, you know, I connect with energies really strongly. So therefore, the time that we're in right now, and we're going to go into that, like, it's very scary for me to go out in public right now. Like, I am like a sponge in absorbing all the emotions, everywhere, even if I'm fine, I'm absorbing it all. Every time I go to the grocery store, no matter if I get everything I need, I leave in tears. And it's it's hard. But the thing is, and I kind of want to share with you because I don't even know if you heard my true story, but you did. Um, it was so cool. You did follow the Italian journey that I did um, when I was over there. But it was... You know, back to the astrocartography, if people don't understand what that means, it's basically your natal chart that is splayed out on the world's map. So, you know, me being 32, it's crazy, you know, like I had never been to Europe and for me to just on a whim go there and I was like, I ha- for some reason I had this calling power and I said, I have to go now. I have to go now because I don't know if I'll ever be able to go. I have to go now. And we're going to come to this um, because on my chart, my Venus line and my Jupiter line were both going through Italy. So that means, just in a nutshell, that my Venus line means that's where love, people will exude love to me. You know, like... Katherine, you know, like, love and see you, and the amount of people that were actually looking at me, like, looking at me, and I was like, do they think I'm a celebrity? Like, Dominic was laughing the whole time, he's like, maybe they think you're Jennifer Aniston or something, and I was like, I don't know, (laughs) and just, like, the gratitude that they all had, you know, that I was in their presence, and... You know, Jupiter is, like, my worth, like, I am being seen, and, um, and I felt it a thousand percent when I was over there, no matter where I was. Sure, when I had to stop through Naples, that was a, not a fun adventure for both Dominic and I, Whew, that was trial and error, but, you know, the experience that I had over there really giving my gifts to everyone there. The Italians, talking to them, mentoring them, just beyond Dominic and I, and I's work. I mean, we revisited where he was in his life multiple times. He had so many challenges that came up in his just presence over there that were testing him, you know, whether it was, you know, peer pressure or what have you. And I constantly had to take him back, you know, because that's one of the things that him and I had to work on with his lifestyle design. But anyways, Carol, like, I mean, it's so true. And I, when I got back onto the plane to Italy, uh, from Italy coming back to the States, I, I was not excited. I was not excited mm-hmm. at all. I literally, it was like a doomsday. And partially because I didn't know what I was going to do next, where I was in life. But everything mm-hmm. happens for a reason. Because... My next story is that, hello sweet beans, I wanted to remind you that today's podcast was brought to you by the Just Being Honest team, yeah, KB, me, so KB's lifestyle design, what's it all about? As I mentioned before, it's about creating that substance in your life, what are you really searching for? Wait. It's not about searching, it's about unveiling what is already deep within you. So a little bit health coaching, a little bit of life coaching, a little bit regaining that truth within you. So, do you want to know where to start? How to begin? It's easy. Call me. I will give you your first discovery call for free. So just contact me, KB, and say JBH free. And you'll get your first discovery call free. I, um, well, I did cry the first hour on that airplane. I was crying. Like, I was literally crying. Well, Dominic was asleep, of course. And I, my body just felt it, you know? And it was interesting because when I was in Italy, if you guys listen back to some of the podcasts about being vegan in Italy and my experience of that, But anyways, when I was in Italy, I called my mother, you know, me being homeless, and I said, Mom, I have to leave L.A. I have to leave L.A. And at that moment, she was like, okay, where are you going to go? And I said, I'm going to Santa Barbara. And my mom actually lives in Santa Barbara now as well. And I found a place to live the first weekend I drove up here. After returning back from Italy, still jet-lagged, literally that weekend, I found a place, my little studio, super cute, and everything worked out exactly the way it should. And I have to tell you guys, Santa Barbara reminds me so much of the Amalfi Coast. It's not even funny. And
1: it's crazy, right? So it's so funny you say that because i've traveled i've been blessed in my job and in my life to live and travel to so many different places um but i hadn't been out to the west coast much till i did my yoga teacher training um been two years now and i went to topanga canyon and i'm driving up and down the canyon road in topanga and i got to my class with the the, the other students and they knew me already because i had done zoom I was their zoo student for three months. And then the last month I went live. And they were like, what were you doing? I said, I was driving down the road like a little kid. I felt like I was in Italy, but it was organized. And they were like, what do you mean? You've never been to California? They assumed I was this like world traveler. I'm like, yes, but I've never been to California. I go, why did nobody tell me how beautiful California is? I would never leave. I fell in love, like head over heels in love. And I've never been to Santa Barbara, but now you're putting it on my list.
0: Come, come, please. um, Oh, my gosh. I cannot.
1: As as soon as, like, I I feel like the floodgates are going to open when this corona. Because I haven't flown since March 9th? March 9th. Um, And I'm not for a little while, very intentionally. Um, But, yeah, I'm making my list.
0: So let me kind of ask you about that. Um, Moving, I, I wanted to ask you about that, like, where we are where we are right now, you know, uh going through so much panic. Like I feel like the panic started with the airlines, but now it's just becoming a little bit more social panic being around people. So what was your
1: experience? I think so I um yeah, I, I think there were cities I went out to San Francisco when Um, our big leadership summit for Beauty Counter, which is my side hustle slash like big in my heart now, um, was canceled. We had a, we cobbled together a training with other leaders. So a few of us could gather that friends who weren't able to cancel their tickets. So I was out in California right before they put the shelter in place. And there was already a sense that things were different. But um, I guess I just figured, you know, I'm not at high risk. very healthy Um, I feel like I'll be okay and then I flew to Sarasota to meet with some other people and then back to Dallas So I already felt that things were different just because like you I'm super sensitive on that that plane no pun intended um and I I think the airlines had to step up with like Europe and I think that started. well the China started before then cancelling flights to China cancelling flights to Europe I would say they were out ahead of the curve at the beginning. I feel like now they're behind the curve in terms of governors and cities because um, most airlines are still flying domestically and some international. They're selling tickets, not just the one I work for, but all of them at rock bottom prices, kind of encouraging people to go travel. Um, I personally don't feel like this is a time to be traveling. leisure traveling. like. I just I that I feel that. Yeah. I I I I have I, I say that to anybody who will listen. It's not the time. It's yeah. the time to stay at home and if flights still operate, it should be military and medical personnel and emergency. Full stop.
0: Can I interrupt you on that? I agree mm-hmm. because as so much in my heart I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I could get a like fifty dollar flight to Kansas when it's usually like three hundred. I have to continuously, and I've told my friends that are like, I wanted to go to the Bahamas da, da, or Hawaii. Da, da. And I'm like thinking to myself, no, no, I'm a care, Like, I could definitely be a carrier. Like, it would be so selfish for me to, to do that and to not participate as we should be together in this social change that is upon us, this energetic change, right? I think there's
1: also a big fear... I think so many of us are so used to constant motion that when that constant motion, be it whatever we do for work or whatever the world is doing around us, when that stops, we have to look inward in a way that is not always really comfortable when we're focused outward. Um, So I feel like this is a bitch slap for lack of a better word. Like I like, I feel like the universe was saying, I've been begging you to pay attention. You weren't paying attention, ka And now you gotta pay attention. And um, it's a struggle for me too. My airline might go under, I might be furloughed. Um, it's a job that has not occupied the full of my heart for a long time, but it lets me live a pretty damn cool life. Yeah. And I don't want that taken away. So I have had that sense of like grief because um, that's what we're going through, is, is grief. It's grief for what we're leaving behind. But just as we all know that we can't go back to what we were yesterday or last year, um, you know, nobody gets to go back. We just go forward. And, you know, I lived through 9-11, and it's really odd in a way that I went to see Come From Away, the musical, um, March 10th, right before all this happened. And I'm sobbing. We went in uniform. And all that, um, absolutely like like shaking in my seat. I went by myself because I felt like it. And Wait, what did you see? Come from Away. It's oh. a musical that's set in Gander, or no, St. John's, Newfoundland, or Gander, where the planes all landed on 9 11 in Canada. Um, and the main character is the first female captain, and she. Um, her character's in the show and this captain was actually there. And it just traces, you know, so as an airline person, I remember viscerally what 9-11 felt like in my body and in my life and in my job. And and this feels every bit as earth shattering, but only we're all being shattered, not just airline people or first responders. You know what I mean? Like we're all in this collective thing. And I don't think the answer is to go on vacation. Because no. when we do that, we're, we're, we're just running away from sitting, sitting with ourselves.
0: A thousand percent. And it's like not even a vacation. I mean, you go to Hawaii, you have to get off the plane and go immediately to your hotel. You can't even even go outside, you know. And two things on what you just said, which brings me to an interesting point of also, I always like to put things together of why we met. My birthday is 9 I remember exactly where I was when I, the planes happened, you know? So I always like to ask you, like, I mean, me, I I got a boom box, a boom box. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I heard it when I was plugging it in before, you know, going
1: to class. And where were you? I was, um, you know, it's funny. I was just thinking of that earlier today and I was like, if I compare that earth-shattering situation to this one, part of myself now would like to say, why didn't you just leave that toxic relationship? I was in uh, an emotionally and verbally abusive marriage. Um, I We were living in Chicago. I was actually at the laundromat because we were getting ready to travel to Italy the next day. Cool. Um, and we were supposed to leave on September 12th. And I had to do like five loads of laundry that so was easier than in the building where we live. And um, it it moved me in so many ways that you know I remember, I, so I was at the laundromat and somebody came off the bus and came in to tell us to switch the station on the TV from the Korean, whatever they were watching to the news. And so we all huddled together and I kept in touch with some of those people. It was kind of interesting in the years people were Facebook and you know instant messaging and all of that. The um, laundromat people. Yeah, not not that ones who owned it, but the other people that we happened to be there at the same time. Wow. Um because we shared that moment. Like like everyone, we watched. We didn't want to watch, but we kept watching. Yeah, and that whole addiction to the news cycle that felt very similar to this time. You know, as everyone was going into quarantine, watching the news like scrolling Facebook blah 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 and um, so part of me would like to tell myself back then why didn't you just leave Um, why didn't I use that catalyst to leave the relationship that I already knew was toxic but you know sometimes we have to walk through we can't walk around and my walking through meant moving to Maine renovating a house two houses with my ex-husband figuring out my resiliency in Maine leaning on my Boston family to get out of the toxic relationship and eventually finding this amazing life that I'm living now after having gone through chemical sensitivity, you know, due the uniforms. I mean, everything that I've learned, a miscarriage with twins, um, to be in the place that I'm at now. Like, I don't think I would be here. I know for sure I wouldn't be here if, if I hadn't walked through those waters. You know if i hadn't gone through that um so while part of me wishes i would have gotten there faster than however many years it's been since 9 11 almost 20 years right um no yeah almost 20 years but um that's just how life is we have to learn the lessons and um it's pretty amazing that i'm here where i'm at married to the man who was my first fiance you know like Really? (laughs) You didn't know that? Yeah. No, no, I mean, I don't know a ton about you. No. We were engaged um, back in, we met in 89, started dating in 90. Um, We were engaged a couple of times. I knew his family. I spent time in Italy with him in the summer. And then I left him in 1994. And a year later married my ex-husband. Why did you leave Um, him? Can I ask? I think he was not. There were lessons he needed to learn. I think even if we had stayed together, I don't think we'd be as happy as we are now. But um, he wasn't as ready as I was to be married. Um, It had nothing to do with other women. It had to do with like, he just, I was in a box in his life and I wanted to be in a full place in his life. And I think when you're in your twenties, you want to be a hundred percent for somebody else. Like I couldn't, I needed to be in a bigger place in his life and I wasn't. Now we're at a place where he's had to spend a couple summers, like, no, last summer, before I met you, but earlier in the summer, he was in Italy for two months taking care of his mother. And I saw him a few times, you know, we vacationed together, then I saw him and then we vacationed. But like, that's okay at this age. It was not okay at 25. Um, and I, I was also not willing to open my eyes to my own power at the time. I was brought up, you know, very much like in a traditional family where the man does certain things. And I had this image that my husband would be a certain way. He'd be handy, he'd fix cars, he would know a hammer, he'd be a rough, you know, he'd be like that kind of guy like my dad was. And I am a take charge person. Like, and it didn't feel comfortable. It felt like wearing shoes that were too small when I was 25, 26. And now, like, I really don't give a shit. Like, we are so totally okay with that. I will fix things around the house. I put in doorknobs. I put in light fixtures. I paint. I do, you know, that kind of stuff. And he'll cook if I'm doing stuff. And we're okay. But I think we weren't then. You know, I needed to learn lessons. So I ended up marrying somebody who was in charge. And that being in charge meant... I abdicated all of my power, um, which was a super, I would not recommend anyone learn that lesson that way. You so, lost your voice. Um, you lost your voice. You lost your truth. I lost it. I, and I was so afraid that I had lost it for good. Um, and, you know, it was kind of a long passage to get out, but um, yeah, yeah um, I, it almost didn't happen. And, like, I took a lot of chances, and I'm not somebody who normally is that, like, see of my pants. And I've learned to live on the fly, pun intended, you know? That's, that's the only way we can. Like, we think we have it all planned out, and it just doesn't go according to plan.
0: Can I ask you some personal questions? So Absolutely. So, you were in a toxic marriage, and you didn't have any children with him.
1: You had a- He would not let me have a child. Um, and I was religiously good at taking my pill. I was on the pill for a number of years. He had me go off. I thought we were going to have a child. And he got really, like, we would never have unprotected sex. So I kind of thought that was something I had put to bed, even though I always wanted kids. But it I wanted the whole package. I didn't want just the kid. If I just wanted the kid, I could have figured out a way. But I wanted the family. And so I thought I was okay with it. I thought I had already had the funeral to that until Luigi and I met. And he suggested he was open to having a child. And two years later, I got pregnant naturally. Um, And this is with your,
0: your new husband.
1: Yeah, yeah and uh, lost the pregnancy at about a little less than two months, but had already been confirmed it was twins. So that actually is probably more the reason why I'm sitting right here right now, because that birthed something that was nothing short of like a full transformation in me. I I turned towards Yin Yoga and found Rod Stryker. Um, not because he's a Yin Yoga teacher, he's Hatha, so I, I started deep, deep, deep study in the para yoga tradition, the Himalayan masters and all of that. I studied Ayurveda. I, um, I feel like that miscarriage also led me towards toxins in our products. So a year after the miscarriage, I read this book called It Starts With the Egg and removed all the toxins I could from my life, which I think is what helped me weather the storm of the toxic chemical sensitivity in uniform two years later. Um, and I still have triggers, but I'm way, way, way healthier than I was. So like, does it happen for a reason? I think so. I mean, I, I just, it still sucks. It doesn't make it any easier. I'm not saying, oh my God, I'm so glad I had a miscarriage because look what happened out of it. That's stupid. Um, but I think we have a choice in how we look at and how we use adversity. Right. So. I'm obviously a
0: big believer that things happen for a reason. Um, Mm -hmm. My mother, I'm the third child. My mom, I think, had a couple miscarriages before she had me. So I am, like, so blessed that, you know, they kept trying or what have you because the children that are meant to be are meant to be. And I know someone that had a miscarriage with twins as well. And, um, which comes, I want to ask you, I, I don't know if I know, but what's your sign? You.
1: I'm a Capricorn.
0: Oh, you're a Capricorn. You're Capricorn. Um, and then
1: what's your, do you know your rising sign? I don't remember it. I was just making a note to myself to look up. I've had my Vedic chart done. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing is that the Vedic astrologers I've worked with have all seen a child chart. Um, and Maybe they're seeing it in another lifetime. I have no idea. We did do IVF. And oddly enough, well, oddly, not oddly, it was the year the uniforms were changed. Hmm. So um, I don't know if that was the full responsibility for it not happening. But the fact is, once I started having reactions, I I couldn't go through more cycles. My body just could not. It was shutting down to all chemicals. I was losing hair. My thyroid went nuts. It was my time to, like, close out everything but my health
0: yeah
1: um and that's what we're all
0: going through right now
1: right yeah so yeah i mean it sucks and i have to tell you until like a year ago you could have asked me that question and i would have started bawling because i i think i always assumed when i was younger that there would be women like the women who didn't have kids didn't have kids by choice that they were happy that way like i never it never entered my mind that some people couldn't, you know? Um, and, and that, and that still love children. Like I'm the baby whisperer when I'm around kids, Same. I'm like, Give me to me. And it's not this, like, it's not this weird thing. Like I want to run away with your baby. It's no. just this, like, I love kids. I tutor kids. I, um, I tutor in a reading program. I kids don't bug me, you know, I, I just, I, you know, and I usually make them laugh and I won't talk to the parents but I'll talk to the kids kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of an interesting era to sort of get big, like get more of a following on Instagram and find that so much of Instagram is like this birthing story having a baby like, like, it's so, it's kind of finding that space that is authentic. and. As a woman, but as a woman who doesn't have children. like,
0: Well, here's my thing. This is my thought. You are on this planet for much more than just being a mother to two soul beings. You are a flight Mm -hmm. attendant. You are supposed to be motherly in giving to so many other people. You have a gift to share to so many other children, not just your own. Those children will still be within you, but perhaps those are just... Um, two angelic guides guiding you along your path of healing your inner child, which was in a toxic relationship in your 20s, right? Right? Well, 20s until
1: I was married to him for 16 years. 20s to Takes 30s. took me a while to figure it out. Yeah, into my 40s. Into your 40s. Yeah. So you went through all the changes.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. The other thing is you're Capricorn. So that means your ruling planet is Saturn, which right now... And everyone just needs to follow me because I'm putting all these thoughts together. Right now, our world is going through a rebirth. A rebirth, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Saturn, as I mentioned last week, is in Aquarius. Aquarius is an air sign. We are going through um, the coronavirus being an airborne disease. And Saturn is the planet of structure. 2020 is the four universal number for meaning foundation. So we're rebirthing a new foundation of structure. Um, beyond that, in Latin, corona, so birth, when a baby, yes. When a baby is born, they crown. That is the rebirth stage, like the first rebirth stage, right? When they are coming to life, they're taking their first breath of air. Their head is crowning when they're being born. Corona in Latin means crown. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Did you just feel the earth shake a little bit? Um, Mm -hmm. Just some true food for thought. So... Bear in mind, since our current president has been elected, did you feel that all of a sudden your throat closed up and you, there was this big fear like, holy shit, what's going to happen? What's going to happen to humanity? You knew as well as I did, you were like, we're doomed. We're doomed. So therefore, ever since, and this is my personal, guys, my personal belief, I've been in fight or flight mode ever since he's been elected president. It's been a, what is he going to say next? What is he going to do next? Where should we run? Where should we hide next? And we have- That's a scary place to be. It's scary. Our bodies cannot take to be in fight or flight mode tearing down the adrenals, cortisol levels, what have you. Have you noticed the energy? I feel like since then, everything has been fast paced. Everything has been so electric, you know, ca- chaos, chaos. People running around, anger. I mean, the amount of shootings we've had, there's been, There, <laughs> this has been coming guys. There has been a greater force out there, Mother Nature, finally saying, halt, halt. And if you've watched, please watch it. You can find it on YouTube you can find it on my website called Virus Letter. Virus Letter. It's so emotional. It's about a six minute video and it shares exactly what we're going through. She says, she whispers, stop, stop just stop yes she is shaking us i tried to tell you with the forest fires right i tried to tell you with the floods right i tried to tell you with the deaths on humanity right what you're doing stop i tried to tell you you know and now maybe when i try to show you through this and make everything stop make everything close down, tear your world apart, everything that you took for granted, like toilet paper, you know? I will show you your greed. I will show you. I will take down the stock market. I will show you that your greed and money is useless because you have not shown your love. So Mother Nature has put a halt to us all and she says, If you don't see me, I'll show you. I will close up your lungs and I will kill you because you don't deserve the life if you don't share it the way it should be. Wow, guys, I'm getting so preachy there, but I had to get it off my chest a little bit. I can feel it around and I can coddle each and every one of you. I can do breath work with each and every one of you. But if you're not ready to commit to change, then not even mother nature is here to save you.
1: Whoa! I think we're, I love that. I think we're really being called to honor in all of us, that feminine energy. That is not, that is not the black, white winners, losers, pushing people down. You know, I can tell you working for two different companies, one with a very masculine culture and one with a very feminine culture. The feminine culture is really about lifting people up and realizing that if we play this right, there's enough oxygen for everybody, you know, but we don't get there alone and we don't get there by existing in fight or flight all the time. We can't, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, and I think it's I don't I wouldn't necessarily say this is the time of the woman like woman in terms of gender, but in terms of the female energy, absolutely. Um, and I, I think because female energy knows that things don't grow overnight and female energy knows that even when a woman is pregnant and there's a million things happening inside of her body, nobody knows until like almost nine months, six, seven months, eight months when it's really obvious. So it's scary for us to give ourselves that time to to be in that void and to to do the work Um, but it's time for you know people like you who've done the work it's that's that's why we have people who've done the work because people who haven't need someone to look at
0: yeah so it's interesting so like right before all of this happened you know when the lockdown really came apparent or when I feel like I was aware of this happening it was okay so women's day was march 8th Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it just became things became very apparent then to me you know men kind of started to realize and guys bear in mind this is after you know the me too movement really was shaking people you know harvey weinstein got you know he's he's basically done with his life but the thing is you know like that was just the start of it all That was just the start of it all. And um, that being said, you know, International Women's Day, so many men spoke out and said, and it's true, and said, man, if men were the ones that were, you know, reproducing, then there would be no more humanity. And women are so silent about how much pain that they can take on, just like Mother Nature. She's been silent. But now she's crying. She's screaming, you know? And you know as well as I do, guys, if you're listening to this, if a female and, you know, male perhaps are in a relationship and she stuffs down her emotions, when she explodes, it's like, (laughs) holy hell. Like, what the fuck? You know, like, oh, my God. Uh I mean, I've done it before in my life. But it's mm-hmm. time to listen. It's really time to listen. And I agree with you. The feminine energy. And I am was telling people, I was like, I knew this was going to happen. Like, not like this, but there was energetically all the people that I follow, all the people, the tools, the leaders that I have in my life, the guides, this was bound to happen. You know, we needed a restructure. We needed to reset, you know? So it's no more question about why, why? You know, it's about, okay. How, why not? How, why not? And how do we, how do we shape ourselves? How do we listen to what's going on and see what's going on? We can already see so much good coming out of the bad that's happening, right? You know, if you resist change, it will change you whether you like it for the better or for the worst. But if you resist it, I highly recommend not to.
1: I was caught in a bad wave in Cancun on a layover, um, red flag day. I shouldn't have been out in the ocean, but I'm a swimmer and I know how to handle myself. So I was like, I can go out there and the waves kept hitting me. And there were other guys out there. I think locals, no one right next to each other. And the waves kept hitting me. And finally one hit me and knocked me under. And I started tumbling and we've had cases where flight attendants have been injured, other airline flight attendants or pilots have died on layovers. So I didn't want to be the statistic. And I remembered thinking as I was underwater, just ragdoll. Don't resist it. Just ragdoll as you're tumbling. And I was like doing somersaults, Lost my sunglasses, my bikini top fell down. And I'm like, just, just roll with it until you can stand up. Cause I didn't want to be that statistic. And sure enough, I popped up out of the water. After I don't know how many times I mean it was quite a bit I went from water I could barely touch into a water that was like this deep and the guys who were out by me were worried because they saw me disappear and then reappear and I was like I'm fine I was trying to act really cool but I was really shaken up and to this day I remember every detail about that situation because I know to have more respect when there's a red flag like maybe not to go in the water but also like thank goodness that in that moment where I didn't have time to be rational, like I didn't have time to say, what should I do? I just ragged all. Like my body knew what to do when I got out of the way of trying to fight this wave that was so much more powerful than I was. I mean, a gajillion times. Yeah. And just like, let it go, which doesn't mean like giving up. It just means not fighting that thing that was trying to like, Kind of probably wake me up and say you need to pay a little more attention to the the waves that are out of you know this is too much i shouldn't have been out in the water that day um so i kind of feel like that right now like we all just kind of need to rag doll it a little bit and 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 not try and like swim upstream this is going to change us yeah. and 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 you know i think not everyone's going to be ready for change so um Gotta do the work. We don't need to get on a plane and go on vacation. Yeah. Well, I literally, Carol, could talk to you forever and ever. Me too. I know. I was looking at my watch, and my husband's probably chomping It's a bit to go for our one daily walk so we don't break quarantine too much. But Yeah. Um, no, um,
0: we'll definitely have you back on because I want to check in on you and kind of what's going on out there. But, I mean, whoa. But in, I just want to, like, spew this out there really quickly because you know as we talk about environmental change and humanitarianism being kind of like on the brink and um Carol besides being a flight attendant a very great and gracious flight attendant she also runs her own little small business through um being a beauty counter rep and that's where she kind of introduced it to me, this whole new world, when I had 10 hour, 12 hours, whatever, on an airplane to kind of like read through pamphlets and stuff. And I am just like, Carol, I'm very sensitive to chemicals, items, in products, and you don't know how dirty, how dirty the beauty industry is. Until um, you've done your research. So... Um, she... I know, we were having little, um, like, geez. back and forth.
1: Did you know? Did you know? Yeah. You and I. Yeah. So,
0: um, I highly recommend, if you're ready to clean out your cupboards, you can reach out to me and I can connect you or I can put you... Actually, I'll put Carol's information on the website, but load up on the good stuff right now because it's... It, the What you put on your body goes in your body, endocrine system, rehabilitation rehabilitation um reproduction excuse me reproductive organs all of it what you put on your body goes in your body always remember that right the air we breathe goes into our lungs kind of the same thing right so beauty counter carol manzetti thank you so much soul what a joy
1: this was fun
0: okay (laughs) yeah so until next time guys it's been an honor It's been a pleasure. And we'll put um, how we can connect with Carol as well. All right? So it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. We got to go. We got to go out in the sunshine. Get our fresh air. Until next time, kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love. Ciao. All day, every single day. You know what I'm craving at all hours of the day? Tea. You guys, you've heard me before. I'm a teaaholic. Hello. Hi. Raising my hand. Wait, raising both hands. Do you like tea? And when you think of tea, do you think of something that's like making you jittery? Well, guess what? Tea is a whole new world. It's basically the process of, you know, heating up herbs, herbs that are giving back to you body, mind, and soul. That's why I love. Buddha teas. Ah, I can just taste it now, right? Guys, the Buddha teas philosophy, they strive to create teas that do more than satisfy a thirst. Buddha teas use fresh, high-quality ingredients to explore nature's best qualities and enrich the lives of tea drinkers everywhere. The fresh, organic herbs and tea leaves allow their teas to stay Pure and natural, free from chemicals, preservatives, and added flavoring. The minimal processing and eco-friendly packaging helps to honor and protect the earth with every tea that they make. So guys, it's time to start sipping on Buddha teas. Use code JBH15 to get a little perk on me. All right, put those pinkies up and cheers on me that's jbh15 at checkout buddha teas enjoy every sip